Welcome to the Explicit Chaplains with your host, Chaplain Chris Smith. Click and record, baby. Hey, welcome back. I am the Explicit Chaplain, Chaplain Chris Smith. I am glad you could make it. If you have, this is the first time you tune in to Explicit Chaplain, um, this show is about... Oh man, it's a good question. What is this show about? It's really just me expressing a lot of beef, honestly. However, it's about exposing what real, what a, what, how you say it? Really my intent is really exposed with how you really get saved and how salvation really happens. However, uh, there's a lot of uh, different things that go on within the Christian collective that uh, I don't agree with or there's just nuances and I'm just diving them out and looking for solutions or hopefully insight. And what I want you to do is understand that there are great people within the Christian uh, community, Christian collective that love God, love Jesus, and they'll go out of their way to love and accept you. But as we can tell from, or as we know from a lot of mainline media, church people and presentations and a lot of the vocalization that they have done over the years, that is not the case for a large majority of uh, the individuals within the Christian community. Where's the heart? Where's the mercy? Where's the grace? And yes, I have fallen, um, uh, falling for those ill temptations. I've been angry. I have been frustrated. I've been disgusted. I have been judgmental. But God has touched me and let me understand that there are things greater than myself. And so I started um, this podcast. It really is kind of spun by uh, an individual that sent me a, uh, a meme and it was talking about, aren't you a Christian? And the little answer came back, yeah, but I grew up on this. Yeah, but wait a minute. Don't remember exactly what it said. However, it said, yes, but I'm from the south side of the kingdom. And it clicked with me and it resonated with me and I decided to vocalize some of my frustrations through podcast, uh, this YouTube channel, um, and wherever else I decide to drop these videos. So today, uh, what I want to do is talk about uh, a couple of different stories uh, that I had. Um, so I used to be a, a tanker. Uh, the M1 Abrams tank, and I would deploy to OIF in 2009 to 2010 is when OIF went from OIF to New Dawn. I was uh, in Mamadia, and then we went up to uh, Baghdad Camp Liberty, but there's like a little um, 
or Fob Liberty. And then there was a, uh, a joint, uh, a joint base uh, called Constitution. And we hung out there um, for the second half. So first half, we're down in Mamadia. Um, just a few years back, it was called the Triangle of Death. It was Mamadia, I think it was Yusufia and another town that there was a lot of chaos and, and a lot of killing. A lot of soldiers died there. Um, so we stayed there for the first six months, shut down uh, Mamadia, handed it over to the Iraqis, went up to Constitution, hung out there for a minute um, until we redeployed and handed it over to uh, another unit who just left like right as we got there. Um, So we we were there and we started doing uh, my platoon. Um, we started doing CJ SOTUF missions. So they're called Combined Joint Task Force Mission. So there was an element of some kind of SOCOM element, uh, Delta, I think they're Delta. I, they, I don't know if they told me they're Delta. Some regular eight, uh, um, SF guys, you had some Navy SEALs, every once in a while Air Force guys who show up. Um, I don't remember seeing any Marines. Uh, those Navy guys, man. So the SEALs, man, they're flipping crazy, man. They'd show up with a, a gun and they had two 240s rocket on the top of it and they had it, um, the belt fed coming from the outside and the ammo just fed, fed through the middle of it, uh, open back, and they'd always come up, hey, man, if we start hitting some real stuff, man, we got some AT4, do, 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 do. Name all these like high explosive weaponry they have. My platoon star is always freaking out. I was like, man, if I, I really don't want to see all this stuff because um, if it comes to that thing, then uh, yeah, we're probably in the wrong spot. Anyway, so we had uh, our my platoon, um, some SOCOM guys, and then we had uh, an element of Iraqis, some like two trucks typically uh, they'd roll out with. Um, and the reason I told you, I told I never saw anything like official, um, but they dropped a, a bomb and they said, hey bro, we don't want to start the war again, so you SOCOM cats, you have to hang out with some conventional dudes, and we were the conventional side of the army. Um, and so we're doing these missions. Uh, missions started uh, anywhere from when, it, when the sun went down and they went until basically the sun came up. Um, it, it really depended on how far out the target was, uh, the priority of the target, what we're gonna have to do at the site. Uh, and I was in control uh, or I was in charge of uh, I mean, I forgot what they called it, sensitive side exploitation cat. And we had this little device thing. They put the fingerprints in, see if they're wanted and, and stuff like that. If you've been in the service, you know exactly what I'm talking about or been deployed down there. Um, so we're running these missions, right? And it, they, we were just bam, 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 bam. Like it seemed like almost every night or every other night. And the other guys say, hey, they still try to make us work in the day. Um, and we try to get as much sleep as possibly could. So during this time, right, during this whole Iraqi time from 2009, so we deployed in December 2009 and we came back in December 2010, uh, I was knocking out uh, courses for my Master's of Divinity because I always wanted to become a chaplain. So that was a course kind of default because I had a Master's in Bible Theology and I was like, I only have to do another 36 hours and I get a Master's in Divinity. Um, so I'm there in Iraq between 
um, QRF missions, knock it out papers. We're at Mamadia. Um, then we go up to Constitution. Now we're in the CJ Soto mission, so we're just constantly turning and burning. And I had a paper due. And I was like, man, I'm not gonna be able to finish this paper by the due date. So I sent my professor an email saying, hey, um, I'm in Iraq. We're doing some late night missions. It's, it's pretty taxing. Can I get an extension on my paper? And that pop shot sent back, I forgot the dude's name, man. I really, I don't even remember the professor's name. That's how much important he was to me. But he sent back an email, basically denying my extension or request for an extension. And he said, yes, we're all having hard times right now. So needless to say, okay, this is, I'm getting a master's of divinity. So this is a, a beefed up, on steroids, theological master's degree. I'm lucky, I went to a school that said, you can get a 72 hour master's. You don't have to do the Greek, Hebrew, and Latin. Because you know what I said? The Bible's already flipping translated. Why should I try to flip and translate it again? I'm just gonna flip and forget that stuff and I'm gonna have to pay more money. So no, thank you. I can go get an NIV, KJV, NJV, GGG, whatever the flipping numbers, letters, whatever else, the Bible's translated. Thank you. And if I want it in Spanish, hablo espanol. Si, senora. I am Dora. Anyway. So that's a blessing, right? I'm doing the 72-hour master's. It's a master's of divinity. If you're not catching on, theological. What should this guy be? Christian. What should he, what should he display? Mercy and grace, oh my goodness, this boy is downrange. Can we just give him a few days to finish his paper? No, this jerkwad wants to say, yeah, we're all having flipping difficulties. That's cute, guy. Just last week, we had a freaking Rocky come in and scare the crap out of almost everybody. Not to mention the major that was walking through the gate because he's coming from that Rocky side. And guess what? It hit rock like 50 feet away from him. And that boy almost crapped his pants. I tell you what, but God blessed us that day. Because the morons who shot the freaking rocket forgot to arm the rocket. So the only thing that blew up was the fuel cell, not the big boom boom, okay? No boom boom that day. It was just boom. Scared the crap out of him. Not really. Kind of used to it. I was on the phone with my niece though. That was pretty funny. I was talking to her on Skype and I was like, you hear the whistle? Boom. You know, I can't even do the whistle right now. Anyway, I was like, crap, man. Because they'd make us freaking put our kid on, go out to the bunkers and hang out. I was like, this is stupid, dude. If we're going to get more of them, they would have probably popped them off right now. Okay? So I was like, hey, I got to go. So I hung up, put my kid on, went hung out, and they made us hang out in the gym there. The gym. It's not a hard shell. Like, kind of hard shell, but that was a rocket, bro. A rocket's gonna go through this wall, dude. Anyway, so uh, that was like the week prior. Uh, and birthdays, um, by this time, it was in the fall. Uh, so it was fall semester. 
because we didn't get to Constitution until like mid, so it was August, sometime in the mid. Um, and that's when August I went home on a mid tour leave and came back. So I was able to see one daughter's birthday. Um, that was my second. She turned uh, one, um, and she actually walked for me. That was freaking awesome. Um, so the Yahoo said we're all having trouble. I was skyping with my daughter, other daughter, on her birthday. My wife, skyping. My oldest daughter used to make fun of me because I had the headsets on. She said I used to look like Mickey Mouse ears. Um, so I emailed the president of the school. I said, that's freaking awesome, man. I'm glad everybody's having a hard time. Are they skyping their kids on their birthdays? Are they waiting for, for freaking another rocket attack to come in yada 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 probably busted up man we really won't see a lot of action the rocket thing was probably the most intense thing we had except for ieds going off over in the the green zone um and so he sent out email so the professor uh, president sent me something back i don't remember what it said um the professor then sent out a mass email to everybody in class. Hey, everybody needs a, everybody's gonna get a week extension for this. I'm like, bro, I only need like two days. All I need was flipping two days. Two days. No apologies. I wasn't really looking for one. So the moral of the story, right? Or the point of the story, or whatever the flip you wanna call it, right? Is this professor who was teaching whatever theological obviously i don't remember what it was because i'm not really i don't know i'm not that astute you write enough that the professor says that he looks like he wrote what he wanted to write however i need to write more okay the professor that taught whatever theological class i was getting in right the bible right Didn't even show me grace, didn't show me mercy, showed me disdain. I was like, man, I'm downrange. Probably the only cat that's freaking stupid enough to freaking try to do a master's degree when you're deployed to flip it Iraq in a combat zone. That's when that is actually supposed to be combat. We were doing patrols. We we're actually doing QRF missions. Even though we were getting popped at, we're still flipping doing them out in sector. The rocket was real. The morons who shot it was stupid. They didn't freaking arm it. Otherwise, it'd been way bigger boom boom. But we didn't. I, we I, I I didn't get any grace, man. Like no mercy, no like consideration. Hey, yeah, but you know you're actually that's a valid point. How about hey, just take another extra couple days? No, that guy said yeah. We're all, all having a hard time. And the point, right, that I'm trying to make is that Corinthians chapter 13 says love. Love is the greatest of these. Right at the end of that chapter. <laughs> Talking about all these gifts and, and hope and charity and all these other uh, attributes of the spirit but he said love is the greatest and i want to tie it back in because i think a lot of the podcast i'll probably have love as a theme 
And I'm not gonna say I am guilt-free of this. I'm a jerk. I'm a straight-up jerk. And I'm not gonna blame the examples that I've had because then that would be, I cannot move past that. The question I have is what will it take for all of us just to accept love for ourselves? Because you're supposed to love your neighbor as yourself. You can't love yourself. You can't love your neighbor as yourself if you don't love yourself. I'm the explicit chaplain, Chris Smith. God loves you, Jesus loves you, and so do I. Amen.